0: episode of Down and Dirty with Denise, And in the spirit of female empowerment and funny women, because we're funnier than men, I don't know what you're talking about. I have a super funny lady. She is all over New York. I mean, seriously, this woman is killing it. Please, please introduce yourself for us. Hello, everybody. I'm Teresa DeGatano. Thank you so much for having
1: me, Denise. Yes.
0: Yes, my pleasure. We got to get each other out there. You know, I'm very into women supporting women, especially in the comedy world, right? Because if I hear one more man talk about how he didn't get a blowjob, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) No one cares.
1: Or if you look at the lineups, you're like, oh my gosh, there's two women on the show. Oh, this is crazy. So yes, I love it. I love supporting women as well.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's just get right into it. Here's my first question that I ask everyone that comes on here. What is your current relationship status?
1: Oh, my current relationship status is single. Ready to mingle. Are people still saying that? I don't know. Um, But yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. So am I. So am I. So I have to ask, like, are are you dating? Are you dating around? Are you meeting anybody?
1: So great question. So I joined Match at the end of April. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't even know if people do that, but they do. I paid for it for a month. Um, I met somebody, dated him for two months and then broke up at the end of June. So now I'm just kind of like, ah, what's next?
0: Okay. I have, I have some follow-up questions. Okay. Okay, Yeah. (laughs) So my first question is, you did match.com, the legit website.
1: Yes, I did. The legit match.com. I sure did. Mm -hmm. So
0: no swiping right and left.
1: No, I feel like I am too old for that. I will say that. Um, And no, not knocking anybody, but I like am looking for an actual relationship, Mm -hmm. a partnership, someone to share my life with. Oh, what a mind mind explosion for people out there I'm not just looking to hook up
0: oh my god listen I just turned 38 at the end of June and my favorite thing is when a guy's like well well I mean what are you looking for like I guess we should talk about it." it's like dude I'm a 38 year old woman what the fuck do you (laughs) think I'm looking for
1: yes exactly that was like I had a friend that was like just go along with it. Just have fun with it. Don't have any expectations. I was like, I am a 30. Well, now I'm 39. I was like, I'm a 39 year old single woman in New York city. I have expectations. You best believe I do. Like who doesn't have expectations? Like who, like, yes, we should have expectations as adults.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, I, what I can do is sort of be like, this is what I'm trying to do is really get to know someone, right? So, like, I can't stand the pressure to have sex because I want to see if I like you, see if I want to do stuff. And I'm really sick of having sex and being disappointed or like, it or or ending shortly after like why don't I get like a little bit to get to know you and see if I want even it to go down that road so like that's where like take your time but not like be casual and like oh keep it casual like it's okay let's just fuck around (laughs)
1: Uh uh-huh exactly like I know I feel like women younger than I, they're just, they go out, they hook up, whatever. And I think that's fine. You have to do whatever works for you, but it's not just about the hookup for me at this point. Like I can go out and meet somebody and hook up if I want mm-hmm. to, but it's not just, that's not where my life has evolved to. That's not just what I'm looking for. So I understand. Oh, they keep it casual. Okay. I'll keep it casual and never talk to you again. You know, like <laughs> I just, how casual do we want this to be? So I feel you.
0: Yeah. So, um, okay. So you went on the website and, and what made you like, like this person and also who messaged who first?
1: Um, we matched and he messaged me first. And so what I wanted to do with match was really like, take my time and email. Cause you email people back and forth, you know, they can see your profile, mm-hmm. you match together. And then one of you can strike up a conversation. So there was a couple people in the mix. I only went out with two different people um, because listen, I got some good pictures. (laughs) And um, to need, it was like, oh, it gets a little overwhelming. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what? I have great pictures too. It's because we need real professional headshots and and Mm -hmm. photos for comedy. So like, I'm like, I know that I have better pictures than than they do for sure
1: well plus I what I did was I went to my friend's apartment and I had her write my profile
0: because she it was really cool like
1: she's known me for like 10 years we used to bartend together and so she sat down she took notes she asked me a bunch of questions she's like I'm really good at this and so (laughs) it was cool like she wrote it and I was like all right I put it out there and then I could see who actually read my profile
0: oh yeah yeah Mm-hmm. yeah on match I feel like they read they, they read on match <laughs> they, yeah,
1: they read it's oh the one so number one they can read excellent <laughs> excellent um well plus this is also what I like I like the fact that it says I mean you're not supposed to lie about this but like you know do you have kids are you divorced mm-hmm. are you separated because if you're separated that's kind of for me that's a no because what are you what's, what's happening there? You know, Mm -hmm. like, so I think off the bat, I wouldn't try to get into something that might be a little messy. Um, if it is or whatever. Yeah. So he, uh, he messaged me first. And so we went back and forth with a couple of paragraphs before he gave me his number. Okay. And I texted, did you text him when he gave you his number? Yes. Uh, Cause I didn't give him mine. I was just like, Hey, it's Teresa from match. Hey, like, you know, so, um, but we had established enough of a conversation already,
0: right? I love that. You said, hi, it's Teresa from match. My favorite thing is when I give a guy my <laughs> number and they just go, hi, who dis, who dis
1: it's just you know and and this we're going back to expectations here for a second because i expect you to text like an adult like one guy no lie on the on match he wrote cool with a k-o-o-l i was like no
0: no with an
1: n-o like you just come up we're adults like spell it properly
0: i almost think he could have done the k-e-w-l cool like when i was (laughs) in middle school
1: exactly or if you write like two but you write like the number two no, this is not the high school yearbook, like no. put it out. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, so then you went out on a date. Did he plan the first day? This is an important thing. Cause I really am looking for a man that can fucking plan a man with a plan
1: oh man with a plan I love it a man with a plan um so I went out with him and I went out with another guy the other guy we also talked on the phone back and forth and then we had a, a proper date we went to JG Mellons mm-hmm. and that was fun there was supposed to be a second date and there wasn't but that was okay um he kind of said well you don't seem very interested and I'm not looking for a text buddy that was the other guy and I was yeah. like I don't know I'm interested but okay like I just okay. like that ride because I was like okay you're putting it on me but that was "Mm, I don't know Mm -hmm. um so with this this guy we went out um because we talked about beers because I work at a beer bar so he's like we're gonna toast to IPAs so we went out um and he picked a spot the spot was fine I had to work that day later it was by my apartment so we went out for like two hours
0: okay and did he text you the next day to ask you out again or later that night oh he texted me right away So
1: this was funny. This is what got me to really like him was
0: he just was like,
1: boom, I like you. Like didn't wait, didn't like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes later, he was like, I really like you. I'm going to have to see you again. I was like, okay. And what also was interesting was we had a couple of FaceTimes, which Mm. I don't FaceTime a lot. Like, I don't know if that's like, I don't want to say our age bracket, but like, I, it's like oh my god you're at my front door like oh I'm not ready for the FaceTime like oh give me a warning like uh-huh. ah. and so like the one night he legit Facetime me but I didn't want to answer because I was like I haven't met this guy in person I have no makeup on like I'm in my glasses and my mumu for the night like I'm not ready for you to see this part of me and um yes guys some girls wear a mumu it's comfortable listen it's comfortable it's like silky whatever and so. <laughs> I had said I went to bed, but I like made up, like, I tried to do this bit on stage where I was like, you need to give someone a heads up if you're going to FaceTime. Like, that's just,
0: you know, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, I'm always like, I literally have to put my face on. Like (laughs) what? (laughs) So like, you know, in COVID when I was trying to date, like in the winter in the, like the height of like our lockdown again, I was doing FaceTime dates at first. And my whole thing is like, as women, we still have to get ready for a fucking FaceTime date. They don't get ready for it. No,
1: nope. nope. They're just putting, they're, they're laying in bed like, hey, what's up? And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, hi. Hi. My curling iron is still on. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I don't know why I put on perfume. You can't smell me, but I'm ready. I'm ready to do this.
0: <laughs> okay, so you like this guy. So I have to ask you dated for two months. Like what happened at that? Uh,
1: girl, if we only could go back in time. Okay. So... <laughs> One of the things I really liked about him was he, he was like, he was persistent about getting me, like very persistent. Um, we went to the Yankee game, which was so much fun. Mm. Um, we, he had a park date, which I loved. I never had a park date where like you bring a blanket um. and like, it was very, like you brought books um, and you ask <laughs> questions about each other. It was very sweet. Um, but then I noticed like after he got me, he kind of like, he would change the plan a lot. Like he would be like, okay, I'll meet you at your job at eight. I'll meet you at your job at eight. Then I'm like, oh, Hey, he's like, oh, I'm not going to be there in time. Um, Like certain things started changing. And like, honestly, he smoked a lot of weed and I didn't realize that he smoked that much weed. And I don't think he's going to listen to this podcast because he's not on social media. Thank goodness. And I know it's legal. um, But I didn't realize it was like an, like a morning, like throughout the day kind of thing.
0: Okay, I, I actually like that you're bringing that up because I eat edibles. Mm-hmm. I don't even smoke anymore because I always cough too much. And like, I love edibles. And like, now I'm like super open about it between like it being legal. I also have like IBS and it helps with my stomach um, mm-hmm. to the point that like on 420, I texted my mom and my sister and said, how dare you not celebrate my holiday with me? <laughs> and my mom just wrote back, Ugh. She doesn't like my my pot jokes. But but here's the thing. I like that you also said morning because I have a job. I have a career. Like I also am hustling with comedy, which unfortunately doesn't pay me yet. So like I'm not running around being this pothead that like is is smoking weed in the morning, like the, the the stereotype of the stoner that just like whatever. But like, it helps me sleep. I real, it's really fun with friends. It's really good uh-huh. for sex, actually, also. Um, and so, there was a guy that I dated. Um, like in the spring we went on four dates and I and I wouldn't go home with him on the fourth date, so he was done with me. But I wasn't Uh, sure, I wasn't sure. Yeah, but he made me feel like a junkie, and I was like, nah, dude, your view of pot is from like 10 years ago when you had stoner friends that didn't work. Like (laughs) now it's like everybody does it. There's like especially now that it's legal in New York, like the high end cannabis industry with like dinners and parties is blowing up. Um, and I just feel like I'd rather be the person that eats an edible at night to go to bed than be the person that's like, uh, like one guy at fire Island, like, like also sort of made me feel like that. I just met him at fire Island. He was like, a, a, a poor man's Jonah Hill. <laughs> Which I kind of like sometimes. I like a fat Jew. I like a meaty Jew sometimes. You know, for my people. Um, but but he also made me sort of feel like that, and I wanted to be like, dude, you're literally crushing Bud Light cans. Like yeah. that's not better. So, well, okay. So the it wasn't like, and that wasn't a deal
1: breaker. I have to say, because he had a professional okay. career. He had like, it wasn't that. It was just kind of like I noticed that I, I don't like to be waiting around for someone
0: <laughs> well that's why he's late because he's stoned and like that's not okay
1: yeah and I think that like and I was trying to figure out the factor of the two and I mean the big thing that happened was there was um pride blew up for me this year um I guess we're gonna get deep in this podcast um <laughs> but so on pride I work at a bar and it was it's around the corner from stonewall
0: okay um,
1: where everything's happening so we were supposed to, him and I were supposed to meet up that day. And he, I was having a really bad day at work. Like it was just slammed. And um, I was like, can't wait to see you. And cause he was leaving to go away for a month to see his son. Um, so in July, and so he canceled on me that night again. And I was just like, I lost it. He's like, I have a family emergency, but like didn't always share what was going on. And so I was like, well, you kind of have to like, let me know what the emergency is. You know, like if we're in this relationship, like you kind of have to, you don't have to tell me if it doesn't affect me, but if you're canceling on me. And so I, uh, see, I, I'm more of a drinker. So I got, I got, I was cool at first. And then I started throwing them back and I had a situation in a cab that night where I lost my phone and wallet. And when I got home, I sent some nasty text messages on the iPad. And so then the next day, like we, we broke up. So that's what happened. So I definitely, you know, have my part in it. I stopped drinking the whole month of July because of it. Oh, i definitely have regrouped my life to a way like, Hey, listen, girl, you got to figure out your emotions. Like you just can't start doing Sheila shots. And, uh, because then fiery Teresa comes out and she's, she gets angry.
0: Um, Totally. Edibles don't do that, by the way. Yeah. So
1: that's the thing. Like I was like, oh yeah, maybe I should just do the opposite and smoke. So, um, so yeah, we broke up and I felt very bad about it. This is crazy that we are doing this podcast today because I actually, I reached out to him yesterday.
0: Ooh. Okay. Ooh. 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 Okay. First of all, I'm going to, I'm going to be kind to you and tell you like, do not beat yourself up. Like we all have shit nights, do things that we regret. Like what I, what I feel like for especially girlfriends more than dudes. I mean, I have like best guy friends too. I don't want them to beat themselves up either, but I care more about my girls. Right. I don't want you to sit here being like, you fucked it up. You got too drunk, whatever, like be kind to yourself. Shit happens. Also the canceling is not okay. Like, Mm -hmm. so I get it. I get it. He made you feel like he wasn't prioritizing anything. And you're trying to build this relationship together.
1: Hmm. And like, I guess with me and I, this is going back to being like adults and having expectations. It's like, I, especially with stand standup. So like, we both have full-time jobs. I mean, you have like, you're a lawyer, you have a career. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say okay, that. Okay. Nobody
0: knows where <laughs> I work. They just know that I'm a lawyer, but thank you. Okay. And then on top of that, you're doing another
1: job is you're doing stand up and you're doing it at night. And so, you know, no one's doing a show, you know, at 9am, get it out the way, we can go on it, you know, so you're trying to do all these moving parts in your life. And then you also want a relationship and you want to date and you want to make time for people. So it's very important that they stick to that schedule Mm -hmm. or when they say, like, for me, like, I realize it's not going all uh, therapy on you, but like mm. I grew up in a family where if you were, if you were there, you were there. Like, I always know someone was like coming to pick me up, you know? Yeah. So like, if you don't show up, it's like, okay, like I don't do well with that because I've had relationships where they just cancel. And you're like, why are you, mm-hmm. you know, like, just I don't know who that works with actually. Do you know of anyone that works with? Cause I'm like, who does this behavior
0: just like work? I don't know like I don't who just like uh, yeah like I I think what I think is that there are um people that just take it and also like it uh, what I think is if you're totally infatuated with a person you'll like accept anything from them that's why like you know, relationships that aren't like even on how you both mm. feel are really rough because there's always one person that's sort of getting shit on the person that feels yeah. more. And the mm-hmm. person that has the power is like, I got to do this. I got to do that. Like whatever. I mean the canceling last minute, like I wouldn't be happy with a friend that th- did that to me regularly.
1: Yeah. And like I had, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just tell you it all. So I, it was yeah turning 40 and like I wrote him this funny poem you know creative as we are and I made it but it was really cute and I had typed it up at work that morning and like I packed some dresses so I was like great I'm gonna see him we're gonna go out to dinner and then I was just like again dude like uh so I mean that doesn't excuse my behavior so that's what like yes I beat myself up about it I don't think guys beat themselves up the way women do like we like just ah, so I definitely felt very very bad I did end up sending the poem though for the okay. birthday. Cause I was like, I'm just going to hit send because I thought it was good. And I, <laughs> I don't want to sit on it, you know, like, so then mm-hmm. he appreciated it. So, but then I didn't, I didn't reach out the whole month of July when he was gone.
0: I okay. worked on. My, mm-hmm. Good. No, you have to work on yourself. Um. Okay. So you reached out yesterday. What happened? Oh,
1: uh, gosh. So I was like, because I, I guess, I don't know if, if other people do this, but like, you kind of like fantasize, oh my God, am I going to see this person again? What's going to happen? Like, I always want to go to the sequel. Like, what's, tell me what's going on. Like, let's get to it. Ah. And so um, I went to the beach yesterday and I was just like, I don't know. I kind of just want to like, I sent him a funny gif 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 whatever it's called we don't know um, either it's a giffy a jiffy whatever <laughs> one that he sent me early on it was kind of like an inappropriate one that I was like what is this but so I was like I'm gonna lead with that big opener you know there goes the comic <laughs> in me because <laughs> <laughs> I was like how are we gonna slip this one in because he was the one to send the last text I didn't respond. And so not that there was anything to respond, but he was also like, I'm going to talk to you every day when I'm in Hawaii. I'm going to talk to you. Like, he was very, like, it it was like, he went very hot to cold, if that makes sense. Like, um, yeah. So I I reached out and I sent the GIF with a smiley face and a wink emoji. (laughs) And he wrote back with his own because his GIF game was tight. And so that was one of the things we went, like, I was like, his, he's on point with that. He can keep up. It's mm-hmm. very important that guys can keep up if you're dating a, a stand-up comic. That's a, uh-huh. a female. Comic, let's just say it like, yeah, you have to, you, you can't be sterile. You got to be able to, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, bo- they, what happens is that I get bored with them. Like if you yeah. don't have wit and humor and intelligence, I'm fucking bored it's funny because like my
1: friends and like sisters are like oh you know how we know how you like that banter I'm like yeah because I'm a comic like they mm-hmm. have to, just like if you're very in, like say you're very intelligent or whatever you know like so that person has to be able to keep up with you intellectually well guess what you have to be able to keep up with me like you know you have to be witty totally okay so um he sent a, a, a gif back and then I like gave him the old Forrest Gump wave um <laughs> and so <laughs>
0: This is
1: amazing. Yeah, and so, and I was like, how was your trip? And he's like, oh, it was good. You know, I was a little homesick at the end, but, and then I felt like I was driving the conversation, you know, cause I was like, okay, like, and so we kind of went back and forth with a couple of things that were funny. And so- Then I finally just went in, I was like, well, I think about that night. And I said, I I stopped drinking like the whole month of July. And I was like, it was a nice reset. So, um, you know, I I do feel really bad about what happened. And I just wanted you to know that. And so he was like, I should have stopped. He's like, well, that's good. He's like, I I wish I would have stopped smoking and drinking in July, but nah. And I was like, I hate when people text nah, N-A-H. I don't know, that's another one where I was like, okay. And, uh, and he was like, and he said, I should have been a better communicator too. Oh. And I said, okay, well, thank you. You know, thank you for saying that. See, the one thing I gave an exclamation like I gave a, what's the exclamation point, but then I took it off hours later. Cause I didn't want to be, I probably shouldn't have done that. But you know, I just like, I didn't realize I did it. Like, but I said, well, thank you. It was a nice reset. Like, um, you know, for me and, um, I said, it could have been more chill too. LOL. Cause I could have, like, I was, it was a very, it was a stressful time because of working at a bar and doing stand-up. At the end of May, everything opened up. Right. And it's like 4 a.m., my hours changed. I have a new relationship where I'm working Fridays and Saturdays, and he's a Monday through Friday. So it was a, kind of just like a a mental fuck, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, it just was, it was a lot. And looking back, I should have taken a step back and just chilled the fuck out a little bit. Teresa smoked some weed and chilled out. But when I hit that- Give heart, you an edible- I- exactly inedible. edible um just taking my xanax um i saved that for flights wink wink okay whatever <laughs> but so um so I, I said thank you for saying the um communication thing with like a pink heart and so that was that and i sent the last text and that's where we are and so ooh, so i don't know like i kind of am like why did i reach out? i don't know so that's what that's where we are
0: Hey, listen you're allowed to reach out it takes a lot of willpower not to like for real it takes so much willpower sometimes I don't even know how I've done it mm-hmm. like it's funny so he went to Hawaii yeah okay so I I mean he's gonna listen to this podcast whatever but I was sort of seeing someone um who was considering moving to Hawaii and and I and he's, totally, I just can't believe I'm going to say this stuff and he's totally going to listen to this podcast. Um, he's a really nice guy. Um, mm-hmm. we had a really great time together. He's also in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's young though. And like we vibed and com- connected cause like we met in person. Right. So mm-hmm. it always makes it better when you can like vibe in person. Um, yeah. I often find that the people that I vibe with in person I'd probably say no to on an app (laughs) well you just never know because you just if you have that connection totally and I just ended everything with him on Tuesday because it just like isn't going where like I need to at this place in my life he's like in a totally different place. He's giving up his apartment. And the reason Hawaii made me think of it is because he's like thinking about whether he he has a sibling in Hawaii, whether he would move there or like LA or whatever, by the way, like, as I was thinking about it, like yesterday or whatever, I'm like, he, listen, I get it. He has all these feelings for me. And I like crushed his little heart, you know, like whatever. Fine. I actually, I mean, I, I'm let uh, I, I mean, I don't want to say he's like, whatever, you know, he likes me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I really crushed his heart, but anyway, but like, I'm f- not feeling bad. Like I did the right thing and I'm totally fine. And I had to explain to him, like feelings don't take over for me anymore. Like if you don't have what I want, then like, mm-hmm. that's it, dude. Like I, I can't, but at the same time that he's so bummed and like we're having this conversation on the phone and he wishes it was in person, he's like, maybe not gonna live here, gonna move to Hawaii. By the way, has a lady in Hawaii that they're not exclusive, but that I've known about since the beginning. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I like thought about this after. I'm like, I don't owe you so much of an explanation, like, you have a d- girl that you're still talking to in Hawaii, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of crazy. It, it's, it's like, the, the whole, like, emotional labor, like, I'm very, very sick of, like, men putting it on us to, like, mm-hmm make them feel better. It's like, let's not forget how this started is that you told me how much you like me, but that like, you might not live in New York anymore and you have a lady in Hawaii, even though she knows you're dating other people cause you're not official and blah, blah, blah. And he's making me like feel bad, but also like what sort of was a tipping point for me and sorry, he's listening. I'm trying to be nice, but whatever. I, maybe like I was, I like him as a human. Like I still want to be friends. I would totally hang with him. Um, But like, I got really, really sick last weekend, not COVID, but I mm-hmm. think it was a reaction to the rabies shots I've been getting. Cause I may have been exposed to rabies in a bat. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Thing. Oh, like oh yeah, that's a whole nother thing that I'm getting rabies shots for a bat in a house upstate. Um, four bats to be exact, oh. actually. Okay. Yeah, there were four bats, which is why I'm taking the precautions. But so I was really sick all all weekend. I'm running on empty, I'm working nonstop, hustling with podcast comedy. I was like, sorry, we're not gonna hang out this weekend. Like, I actually woke up on Saturday morning and like texted him early in the morning to be like, tonight's not gonna work. I feel like shit. I need my next dose, by the way, for, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, rabies are four different doses throughout the course of two weeks. So I was due for another dose that day and I was feeling like shit. So I got a COVID test also, which thank God I didn't have it. And the whole time it's like, he's texting me the whole time and being like, checking in on me, but also constantly saying that he's missing me. And it made me feel like, well, now I have to take care of you. And I'm trying to take care of me. Like now I have to make you feel better when I'm sick and you have a lady in another state. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: It's
0: wild. Yeah. Wild.
1: Yep, that's mm mm-hmm. That is what what is up with Hawaii? Like I now I keep seeing all this stuff like right after he left, it was like three people on Instagram were in Hawaii. I was like, fuck Hawaii, okay? (laughs) Even though I want to go there. But I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad, Steve. This is a good point where you're like, you brought up about if you can't give me what I want, you're like, there's no emotions there, you keep it, keep it going. Mm -hmm. You know, good for you. I have to applaud you on that because I find that's very difficult
0: for me. Oh, it is really, really hard, and I'm not always able to do it, and it's only been in the last couple years that I've been able to mm-hmm. be like this. The guy that I was with last summer, I wasn't able to do that, but that's because I, like, look back on it, and I was like, oh, no, he had everything I wanted. I just didn't have what he wanted. So that's why he could cut off his feelings, but I couldn't, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that-
1: that makes sense. Well, I think it's also hard to, when someone like comes out and then you like start learning all the other things and then you're like, Oh, well, you have a girl in Hawaii and you have this and you have that. Yeah. No, this isn't going to, yeah, this isn't what I want. And this isn't going to work anyway.
0: No. So, and, and to be honest, like it's not about the money or anything, but if, if someone doesn't have a financial stable, like a state, uh, a financial, uh, A stable financial situation. I feel like I can't speak. Like, how am I going to get the baby that I unfortunately need to get, sort of soon? Like, I Mm -hmm. if I want to be a mother biologically, I don't have that much time left. Mm -hmm. So this is the reality.
1: Yeah, and then you have to make those hard decisions where it's like, okay, this isn't even regardless of like wanting a a child or not. But that's a huge. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. like factor, but just that someone that's financially stable. I mean, and I don't need someone that's loaded, but like, you need to be financially stable, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, you do like you need to. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah I can I'll- no
0: longer talk to people about like roommates and cheap rent and like all that kind of shit. I just can't, I I've been living on my own for a long time. Now, granted I'm now in a new apartment in Washington Heights that's big and beautiful and much cheaper than my old apartment. I was on the Upper West Side for like six years. Oh, that's years. where I live. Oh, neighbors. I mean, I'm, I'm in Washington Heights now, still sort of neighbors, you know, West Side, mm-hmm. Um, which my apartment on the Upper West Side was not affordable. Like it was way too expensive for me, which is not a good thing either. I can fully admit that, but like, I mean, you know, I, I need someone who's, like, living on their own and, like, taking uh-huh. care of shit and can can manage. Like, this is just the way that it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Your apartment's beautiful,
0: by the way. I thought oh, that nice. when
1: we zoomed in, I was like, oh, look at the lights. And look oh, at Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I will say, because my old apartment only had two and a half windows. Uh-huh. So this apartment has so many windows. I mean, it's enormous. It's 830 square feet. Like, oh, wow. I, I feel like I could live here forever. Like, I could pop a baby in the corner, a husband in my bed. I'm ready to go. Yeah.
1: Do you think... Okay, so this is... A, let me ask some questions for you. So sure. Because like, we're, like, basically the same age close. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if I'm going to find what I'm looking for in New York. And this is a tough one. Cause mm. I'm like, I really like this one had such promise. And that's why, cause he was just like, we were supposed to take a trip. Like when he got back from Hawaii, like there was a lot of stuff that I kind of feel like I'm like, the red was pulled out under me where I was like, mm. Oh, you know, making plans. Cause I, a girl loves to make a plan, you know, totally. fall. I don't even like to pick stuff, but let's go Apple pick, <laughs> whatever. Like, But I just don't know if that person is here. And that's challenging because of the way the city is. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I totally get it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, are you from New York originally? No, I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. Like I wonder what Philly's like from from my friend. I have one friend that's from the suburbs of Philly and she tells me that there are no single people in Philly.
1: Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Well, I'm from a small town in the South Central part of the state, so um, near Harrisburg, but okay. but still, like, I've been here for 15 years, and I'm just, like, at this point where I'm just, like, so how do people just meet people, and they're just, like, it, like, it works, given, I mean, they don't get drunk and flip out, and, like, you know,
0: but, yeah. If it makes you feel better, the first thing I'll say is I have a friend who t- just turned 41. And I don't think she's going to listen to this. I'm not close with her. But she had a guy break up with her, citing, you get out of control when you drink. It's happened seven times. Oh, wow. And, she, and her response to me, she's like, it's only been seven times. And I was like, okay. So so don't feel bad. Okay. Well, this
1: was, I was like, what? This was, I needed to make a change anyway. Like, this was perfect. Like, it was like a lot of like things where I was like, "Tracy, you can't be doing this. You can't like, you know, like there, you just can't be doing that. Right, so. right.
0: But but New York is tough. And I think about that too. I have lived other places um, briefly though. Like I lived in Tel Aviv in Israel for a while because I'm half Israeli. And then I also lived in DC for a while. And I don't know, like the one thing I will say to agree with you is that everyone I know that leaves I'm like, you're going to get married in two seconds. Like, I know if um, I wasn't really close with him on my own, I I sort of knew him growing up, but then he was one of my close friends, college friends. He got a job in Seattle at like a tech company, whatever, I can't remember. And he was single forever, forever here. And I was like, he's going to move to Seattle and he's going to meet somebody right away. Yup. Less than a year. And now he's married and they have a baby on the way. Wow. He was single forever found something wrong in every single woman moves to seattle boom wow
1: okay well that was that was meant to be i guess for him like meant to because i don't know how many more of these dating things i can keep like i don't know going through where i'm like again like Mm -hmm. ah such promise um but i don't know now do i ask him to come to a
0: show Hmm. has he ever seen you perform
1: no and so what's funny is like our first like phone conversation he was like oh I was he's like oh I like comedy and so he goes to like he knew Tribeca Comedy Lounge and Dark Horse which I perform all the time which I was like you know those places because they're not necessarily on the regular path of shows so I was like that's cool but no he had never he hasn't seen me perform so but he's like I want to come to a show I want to come to a show so um
0: I don't know I'm like do I like I don't know I don't know. So, yeah. So here, here's my thing. So I have a couple of thoughts. First of all, like, I don't want someone to see me perform. Like it's so, and I had a, I, I have a third date on Sunday Ooh. with the guy. Yeah. I'm like really trying to date. Wait, where are you meeting these people? Bumble. Okay. So you're
1: okay. Got it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the guy that I was just talking about, he, I, I he's a comedian. I met him at a show, mm-hmm. but, um, most of the people I'm unfortunately meeting on apps, but like last summer, actually that guy, we used to work together and we didn't know each other well, but our mutual friend put us in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mostly apps. So like this guy from Bumble, although we actually know some of the same people also. So it always feels a little bit more connected than like a dating app. Um, he, te- he, I don't even know what to think about him because he like wants to listen to this podcast and see a show. And I was like, no. And <laughs> Um, because also like it's three dates, but they're so spread out. Like I can't figure out if he's as busy as he says he is, or like is dating a million women or maybe both or whatever, because I find when like you are starting, when you're going on dates with a guy that like, when you're on the date, he's so interested when he's not really following up and pursuing enough in between, I feel like that means that's because he's like dating multiple people, but so he, so he texted me like, on Monday, I was like, like, my friend was over and I literally was telling her, I was like debating about the other guy and how like, oh, well this guy that now I have the third date with. I was like, well, I don't even hear from him. Like I heard from him like five days ago. So whatever. And like, as she's leaving my apartment, he texted, she was like, write him back, write him back. So he's like, well, when do I get to see one of your shows? And I wrote back, hot. That's funny. Not going to happen. We haven't even had a third date. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't need a guy to, to hear my dick jokes on stage before he gets to know me. Cause I find what happens is that like, they put me in a category, like my, 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 like My trigger word is like fun. Like when guys are like, you're so fun. I've never met anybody like you. It's like, well, what does that mean? And did you put me in this different category? And it's like, I'm not gonna eat edibles when I'm pregnant. Like, I'm I'm not gonna always tell blowjob jokes. Like it's it's like I don't want them to see that right away. And like this podcast more than like anything is like so sexual, like more than even my stand-up that, like, no, you're not listening to my podcast. Like, not happening. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I There's a lot of guys that I've dat-
1: that I dated that never saw me do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then I don't invite them right away or anything. But, like, if I get in and then they get to know me, then, yes, you can come yeah. to a show. But there's a lot of them that there were some shows that they should have come to that it hurt my feelings that they didn't. That but I was you like, had- you, need, you need to come to a show and watch me do, you know, yeah. see what I do. Like, if, yeah. if we're dating for a
0: minute. So. Where um, you invited them and they didn't show up. Yes. No. Yeah, that's and not cool.
1: Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like there was one of the friars club. I remember I did with someone I was dating and I was like, this is a perfect show for you to come mm-hmm. to. It was at the friars club. And then he didn't, he was too tired. That was a the theme throughout the relationship that I was like, Oh, he was like, well, I'm feeling a little cranky. And I was like, it, it's so unattractive when someone oh. says that they're feeling cranky. I was like, you are a grown ass man. Like you do not need to use the word cranky. But I was like, okay. Um, but, but yeah, so like this one, I was like, well, I didn't, I don't even know if I should say anything back or what. Like, I don't know. Like with like, Hey, I have some shows. Like if you want to come check out a show, like I just, I don't know. I kind of got the vibe yesterday that he wasn't really like, interested. yeah,
0: you feel like you fucked up. So you're trying to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got it. Cause normally I'd be like, no, he has to pursue you, but I got mm-hmm. it. I, I I'm okay with you throwing out one more text to invite Mm -hmm. shows. Um, first of all, Fires Club is a huge deal. You should be super fucking proud of that and fuck that guy. And if I hear one more guy (laughs) complain about being cranky or tired, I'm like, do you know what we as women deal with? I have my period today. My stomach hurts. Mm -hmm. I'm working all day. Like get a grip, like grow a pair. I don't understand weak little bitches that can't handle anything. It's really Mm -hmm. frustrating. Yeah. And that's why I think too, sometimes it's just like, even this one, like, I don't really know
1: if I want to get back together. I don't know because it's like, I don't want to be canceled on again. I don't want to like, you know, like there's certain things that I'm like, I definitely didn't miss, but I'm also like, well, that kind of happened quick. So I don't know, just like the end. So I'm just like, I don't know, but um. Yeah, it's like get it together, guys. Like if we can go out and we like we always have to like put on a face, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. But like it's like these guys, like oh, I just don't feel enough for it. We'll have a cup of coffee and let's fucking go. Like come on. Like I just I don't know. I think sometimes they're weak. Listen to me over here. Weak. um They are weak. But and that's why I think it's it's challenging. Like to meet people that. You're like, all right, let's sift through all the bullshit. Like, I also like, like when I dated him, that like, he was right away, like texting me right away. Like there was no, he's like, I like you, I like you. But it was almost so intense that it was like, oh, maybe that was too intense too soon. Does that make sense? Totally.
0: And that is a pattern of mine that I have stopped. Like as soon as soon as a guy, I mean, this, this is like, but this, this, I'm trying to stop this pattern, but it's very hard because this is what happens (laughs) to me all the time. It gets intense because I'm, I'm very unique, especially compared to Jewish girls. Like Uh I've been out with so many guys that either have like not really dated Jewish women or have dated Jewish women and don't, like some of their traits it's unfortunate that there is a stereotype of like you know a jewish girl from long island or something like that and i am from long island but i was raised by a single mother like i am not like that um Mm -hmm. so i get a lot of like i've never met anybody like you you're so different oh my god you're like if they say things like that or call me so fun or magnetic it that is Oh. oh That like if a guy says it, I'm like, uh oh, we're in trouble. Magnetic. What
1: wow? No one's well, okay. See, I understand the fun part because we are fun. Like we have a sense of humor. Like we are, like, you know, I have to say, like, I'm like, well, wh- whoever he's gonna date next, I'm sure she's not gonna be as fun as I. Like, I'm pretty fun. Um uh-huh. sorry. Like, uh-huh. so um, So yes, I get that. But then it's also like, sometimes I think that that's intimidating guys. I don't know, because there used to be the funny
0: ones, you know, like, you know, so. My favorite thing is when like, they're upset that you don't think you're not laughing at their joke. And it's like, well, it's not funny. Yeah. I don't know ego bruised and then
1: they're like oh okay like yeah well especially well I do this bit on stage but like that was one thing on match and now I'm like oh you're on bumble I'm like maybe I should get back on the other apps. Yes. I, yeah I feel like I should get my toes back in the water mm-hmm. just get right back out there um but it's like guys are like oh my god I've always wanted to try stand-up and oh. I'm, I'm like no no stick to banking, like stick to what you're good at. Like, I don't need you to like join the open mic circuit again. Like there's like, let this be my thing. You can be funny. Like I want you to be funny, but you don't need to like try to pursue that dream now. Yeah. Dream killer. But like, yeah, (laughs) let me have my moments.
0: Totally. (laughs) Like, I will respond when guys say that sometimes I'll, re- I'll respond and be like, well, have you written anything or, um, why don't you try an open mic? Go to an open mic. And then they always yeah. come back with like, Wha? and it's like, no, cause you're not a fucking comedian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the other
1: guy off a match, he was a firefighter. I date okay, I did the one before I dated was a firefighter. And then this one happened to be a firefighter, not the one that I actually dated, but the one I had the one date with. Okay. It it became like a theme, like people were like, oh, you have a thing for firefighters. I was like, two, (laughs) I had two. Okay, (laughs) that's it. But this one, he actually legit sent me a five minute video of him doing the best man speech at his brother's wedding. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, check this out. And it, it wasn't bad. I will say he paused for laughter. It was fine. Like his timing was good, but I was like, the ball's on you. Like, that's just like me sending out. I've been doing this for a, a while now, mm. stand up. But just like me rapid firing, like, here, check out my stand up, like, I just was like, man, like unsolicited just sent me, I, I watched it. I mean, but just like, okay.
0: Like, yeah, I can't, I can't. It, it's, it's hard. Cause like we are badass women. Like we are hustling. We're out there, but like, and my favorite thing is like when they want to send me their material, like this isn't even like with dating, it's just like men in general. Like I have, I have guys that like, are just like friends of friends or whatever, like one in particular who shall remain nameless. I don't think he's gonna listen to this, but he's a singer in quotes. I just watched him sing at a party and it was one of the most strange experiences I've ever seen. His singing is not good. Uh, How he thinks he's a professional singer, I do not understand. But uh, like a year or two ago, I mean, before COVID, because that's when I met him, he sent me all of these jokes that he had written. And not only was it like not funny, but and, like he's he's not a comedian. He's, he says he's a singer, but he's not. But or, to me, he's not. But um, it was like very like, it was like, I, if I remember, it was like sort of like really intense, like sexual and like, sort of like had like a rape element. And I was just like, what? And he's like, oh my bad. And I was like, not, not, not okay. Like, this isn't good. Like, what do you want me Mm -hmm. to respond to this?
1: The rapey singer—that is very. Oh, that's his uh-uh.
0: singing is so high pitched coming out of this very handsome, jacked man. It's very, very hard. And then he does a lot of pelvic thrusts. It's, It's—it's <laughs> a lot.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, it's like one of YouTube all the wrong reasons. Uh huh. Uh huh. Not not good. I I I kept on because also, um we were hi, we eat edible. So like me and my friends, I kept on turning to them and be like, is this real? Are we in real life? Is this happening? I have to (laughs) videotape this. This is unbelievable. And I kept on being like, how is nobody else here thinking that this is the most ridiculous thing they've ever seen? Like we were just sitting on the couch, videotaping him and watching him. And like everybody else thought it was normal. I was like, no, this is weird.
1: That's awesome. So now you make me want to do an edible, but just like, I can't, I don't Yeah. Just chill it. Yeah. Chill it out. Mm -hmm. No,
0: listen, it has to be if you're like into it and I've gone through phases. Like, um, there are times that I haven't like touched weed for years. I just like want the stigma to go away because like it, what we were saying before, like the stuff that you regret when you're drunk doesn't exist with marijuana. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you, you remember everything the stupidest thing that you might do is like laugh too much and not be able to get your thought out quickly enough. And that's only if you're like super high, like it, it, like it's medicinal. Like I just, I just want the stigma to be gone, but I do understand. Like, I really stand by like, I don't want anybody doing anything in the morning, like on a work day, like you need to be able to function as an adult and like take care of yourself. And, and like, that's it. Like so, so I get it. Mm-hmm. That was, it was
1: interesting. I was like, okay. Cause I don't want to be like, um, what's some call it? Like a Debbie down, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, yeah, do whatever you want to do. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, is this why you're late? Like, you know, like, it's is that- yeah, it is. Like, it is. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, all right. Like I remember, cause he's like, I'm never late. And then I was like, you sure about that? Because (laughs) every day now, like, all right. So, um, yeah. So you live and you learn. I don't know. Okay. So I should get back on the apps.
0: Yeah. Oh, so let me tell you, Bumble is the one that I think is the best and you have to write the first message which like sometimes, I mean, the, the other day I wrote this guy and I was like, Hey, you have nothing in your profile. So I have nothing clever to say to you. So he writes back and I forgot what he wrote back, but something like that is actually clever, like something like that. And I go, well, so why don't you tell me like about yourself? And he goes, well, that's a difficult question. What do you want to know? So I wrote him back and I said, well, now I see why you didn't write anything in your profile. You've got nothing to say. (laughs) He didn't like that, but I was like, okay, dude, you got to work with me a little bit here. Like this, this isn't, this isn't good. Um, But I will say Bumble, I feel like has like, I just think it has like an abundance of people. Like you can filter to, to like put your deal breakers on there. Like one icebreaker like sometimes I'll I will write something from their profile but now I'm writing people if you were in an Airbnb and there were bats flying around what would you do
1: <laughs> you're on so you got the bat theme going you're like
0: there we go <laughs> Well, I want to know if they would scream like a little girl or actually take care of it <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Dude, wait what movie was it that they had the bat the great outdoors
0: oh I don't even know
1: Oh, okay um because I, I take you were at an Airbnb and th- that's why there were bats right yeah, yeah, Air- yeah it
0: was, oh. it, was yeah, it was a house upstate and it's nobody's fault it just like they got in whatever but like it sucked but um uh, yeah I just think it's like a great opening like one guy wrote back you have an imagination LOL and like nothing else and I was like okay if you can't go along with this funny icebreaker. Yep. It's not that bad. Nicole Byer has a podcast about um, dating and stuff, also, and she she w- writes these ridiculous openers that nobody responds to. She's like, if you could be, would you rather? She, she's like, would you rather never be able to move your legs again or turn into a potato every night for one hour at at nine p.m. Like that? Like, she, she's like, nobody responds.
1: but i I think you should try creative like Mm -hmm. yep see even like yeah because there was a couple guys like i wrote back and i was like actually and like wrote in response to their you know thing because i was like i got a personality we got to let this show over the keyboard Mm -hmm. um or the phone Mm -hmm. whatever i still do that like i'm typing but i mean this is a podcast people can't see that but
0: okay She's typing in the air, but I suggest, um, uh, doing bubble. So, so before we let our listeners go, I need to ask you, um, the, the, the question I ask everybody at the end, if you could get down and dirty with anyone with no consequences, like no pregnancy, no STD, like just one night of fun, for someone that you've like always had a crush on celebrity real life whatever who would it be and why what a question <laughs> um so,
1: okay, see I used to love Ben Affleck mm. but I'm like I just I think B Fleck I don't know like I've been following him in the j but um mm. so no but I'd say Jason Momoa he just oh. came to mind I mean he is a gorgeous specimen of a man just oh. like Just, there's a lot happening there. Um, Mm -hmm. So physically, yeah, Jason Momoa. um, Oh, down and dirty. See the problem. Okay. I like to recycle them back in. Uh, So like, it would be someone that I had hooked up with before that I'm just like, we'll just go one more go at it. Um, I don't like to
0: recycle anymore.
1: See, I shouldn't. I should just let it go. I do enough recycling. I don't think there's anybody that, I see, I don't have anyone I have a crush on right now Mm -hmm. that I'm just like, oh, let's like. Let's, yeah, get it. No, I yeah. don't have
0: crushes. That's, like, not a thing that I have. <laughs> uh-huh. Or that I'm, like, I, maybe, maybe back in the day when I was young, I would have a crush. Now it's, like, nothing's happening. I don't give a shit. Keep moving. Like, whatever.
1: Yeah, like, or it's just, like, people that you're, like, okay, there's something that could have been there, but then you're, like, well, you never acted on it, so, all right, never mind.
0: Like, keep it,
1: yeah, going.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's there is one person that goes to Fire Island in this group that I go with that, um, I could be very physically attracted to him if, if it came down. Like I, I find him very attractive. Um, but, but it's not ever something I think about. Like I could give a shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, okay. Yeah. That's who's yours. I have so many, but like um, first of all, I like the Jason Momoa, um, cause he can pick you up and throw you around. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, um, I'll tell you, I guess like me, I mean, so, so down and dirty is not what I want, but, but if I could like marry a celebrity, Sasha Baron Cohen, Ben Schwartz, I mean, I love these, these dorky Jews.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like down and dirty that's it's even a hard one for me like like uh like real celebrity like I don't know I used to think about Adam Levine but I feel like he's too skinny for me like yeah I don't know like down and dirty is a hard one for me like more like marry <laughs> is that I like please let me marry Sasha Baron Cohen I'll be his second wife <laughs>
1: Uh, see, well, it's also this is what happens to when you get older, where you're like, oh, that person's cool. Like, I just like enjoy, like, you just enjoy being around that person. Like, you're like physically, you're like, okay, this is what I tell myself to keep me going. But like, when you see like the hot girls, you're like, yeah, but are they fun? Like, are they like, you know, like, are they like, is that sustainable? But um, I actually, I was on Bumble and I met somebody, this was a few years ago. He was so cool, but I, the Height, we had it was too much of a height difference, I think. I, what yeah,
0: was it? What, how tall are you?
1: I'm 5'8, okay, and I'm 5'9. Uh huh, and he was like 5'4, 3'? I don't know, he yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah I mean we but the thing is he was great and like I was just like oh my gosh like we're still friends on Instagram like he comments on my stuff he's a great guy we actually share a birthday which I don't know like I guess like if you know we're very similar um cooks just everything like nice guy from the Bronx and I'm just like unfortunately I think like it was just yeah we both were just yeah I was too tall he might too small but it's so nice so nice like really nice guy and i was like you're amazing and then i was like where are all my where my shorties at like someone get with him he's amazing um so because i know that's tough yeah
0: Yeah. it's it's tough um the the third date i have is he he said he's five nine he's not because i'm taller than him yeah um but, but he's meaty like the worst for me is when it's like, they're kind of short or shorter than me and they're skinny. Like that's rough for me.
1: No, I can't do that. I need a stocky. I was just working on this thing yesterday where I'm just like, I do, I need you. Like I'm five, eight, I'm curvy. I'm a little thicker. Um, like these thighs don't lie. Like you have to be able to like, <laughs> hang. like, I cannot feel, I don't want to feel smaller. Like I don't, you know, like, I, I mean, or big, I mean, yeah, I want to I want to feel small, but like, uh, yeah. So you got to have a little something, something, but short yeah. guys have to try. Like they have better personalities in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. And I will say that short guys have always loved me like my whole life. They've never, mm-hmm. like, I've never had so many short guys. Like I, I I've always had got short guys that wanted to go out with me. What I will say is like in the Jewish world, and now I, I I'm trying to be more open and it's because I want my children to be Jewish. Like that's why I care about like dating a Jewish guy. But um, in the Jewish world, I am fully a hundred percent convinced. And I stand by this, that 50% of Jewish guys immediately don't want me because of my height. And huh? I'm not even saying that in a, in a, I don't feel bad for myself. I mean, I just feel like they're American, specifically American Jews, Israeli guys are very different. They all love my height, but American Jewish men Kind of like pussy ass bitches and like need to feel a certain way, or like raised as like the best thing that ever happened, and they don't even know how to like mount a TV, they're hiring a the handyman to do it. <laughs> they don't want a tall woman either. <laughs>
1: they don't even know how to mount a TV. Oh, that's so funny. That's the <laughs>
0: icebreaker that I used to use.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah. I used to be like, do you know how to mount a TV? And if the guy said no, but I can call someone to do it. I'm like, wrong answer.
1: You're like, no. Mm-mm. Oh, that's good. That's hilarious. so true. Um, well,
0: I hope good luck on your
1: dates
0: this Thanks. week. Yeah, it should be good. You know, trying to get out there. Hopefully he doesn't secretly find this podcast and know that I know that I'm taller than him, but whatever. It's fine. Uh-huh. He has on paper, like everything really good. So I'm, I'm giving it, and he's a nice guy. I just can't figure out like the speed, like there's such a lack of momentum instead of like when I have too much momentum, which maybe could be a good thing. And like, I'm still like chatting on Bumble, doing my thing. Um, But okay. So this was so fun. Can you please plug yourself? Like tell the listeners anything you want, plug the shit out of yourself.
1: Okay, great. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Teresa DeGatano. So that's T-E-R-E-S-A-D-E-G. And then I should come up, uh, long name. Um, But I try to do videos. I, I post videos and I post stuff called Tales from the Tables about my bartending and server um, experiences, so I do little clips. Um, You can follow me on Facebook, same name, Teresa DeGatano, if people are still on Facebook, Um, Twitter. I don't tweet much, but um, so I have some shows. Let's see, um, this is going to go Monday. Let's see, oh, I should send it. Um, I'm at the Grizzly Pear on August Mm. 17th, I believe, and also at um, August 23rd, the House of Brews. Um, that's a Monday. So just, and more things brewing. So that's where, that's where you can find me, but follow me on social media.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I love this (laughs) convo. Thanks
1: so much, Danny. Thank you for having me.